first off, guys, you know, uh, folks, I hope everybody's well, and I hope your families are safe and healthy. Um, I also hope that you were able to celebrate the Easter holiday and or the Passover, and I uh, just hope things are going well for everybody on that front. Uh, on behalf of the Giants, I'd like to send out sincerest sincere condolences to the Kazi family. Um, that is a tragedy, and I'm sure it's affecting a lot of you folks. I didn't know Anthony, but I know everybody spoke very, very highly of him, so um, I get that. Uh, despite what's been going on, we've, we've started our draft meetings. We've had minimal issues, issues moving forward, and uh, right now you know, we're on schedule with that. Uh, just to let you know, and I, I was told that we're going to talk on Friday about the draft. So, And, and Pat said that uh, today's call was about unrestricted free agency and how we are currently operating. So that's the uh, impression I had, and I just uh, uh, want to introduce you to Kevin Abrams. For those of you who don't know, he's our assistant GM, and he's on the call as well. First of all, I just want to reiterate our thoughts are with the Cosby family and um – Again, I'm sure a lot of you are very close with with them, and and our condolences. And also, uh, you know, every day we're thinking appreciative and supportive of all the people on the front lines during these unique days. Um, I don't know how many of you live in Manhattan, but I do, and probably the most profound moment of every day is seven o'clock when everyone opens their windows and pays tribute to everyone in the healthcare industry who's who's uh, fighting this battle for us. So, I hope you're all well. All right, let the let the games begin, as I like to say. If you could just uh, introduce who you are when you ask a question, that'd be helpful. Hey, Dave, it's Matt. I'm sorry. Hey, Dave, it's Matt. How's everything going? Hey, Matt, how you doing? How you doing, kid? Good, good. Holding uh, holding it down. Hey, um, quick question for you on the Leonard Williams front. Um, why the franchise tag rather than the cheaper transition tag? And given the sixteen point two million dollar cap number. Uh, was there any thought to letting him test free agency uh, and making an offer that way rather than tag? Well, it was <laughs> excuse me, Matt. Um, really, what it came down to was we 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 felt uh, very good about our cap space, and we felt for the um, for what money brings to the table, he was uh, it was uh, more prudent, and, and for our team, it was more prudent to put the franchise tag on. Hey, Dave, it's, R- Dave, it's Ryan Dunleavy. How are you? How you doing, Ryan? Good. Uh, just a follow-up on Leonard. Last year, when we were talking about franchise tags with Landon, you you expressed that uh, one of your concerns with franchise tags was the guy could become a distraction. Obviously, we have enough going on in this world, but uh, any thought that when we get back to football that Leonard not signing this could be a distraction? I, I think we'll be okay. You know, Ryan, you know, again, I always think about bad things because, you know, one of the biggest things for, uh, I, I, my opinion, one of the biggest responsibilities I have is to eliminate distractions and let coaches coach and players play. And, uh, you know, listen, you, you can't guarantee anything in this life. And uh, But, uh, you know, we've, we've gotten to know Leonard real well, and I, I feel really, you know, comfortable with the decision. Hey, hi, it's Patty. How are you? Hey, Patty. How you doing, kid? 
I'm feeling well, thanks. And hello, Kevin. Um, Dave, I know in the past you guys have, have brought in players who have ties to either, you know, your days in Carolina or the coaches, but most of the free agents I, I, this year, I think, have ties to someone in the organization. I'm just wondering, um, was that by, by design, given, you know, the COVID situation and not being able to bring guys in to interview them like you normally would and get the physicals, or and is it also because, you know, they're relatively, the connections are relatively uh, fresh to where you knew about, like, health and all that stuff? A little bit of all that, Patty, very frankly. Um, we, um, uh, you know, it, it, it's, again, that there's a little bit of a, uh, a lean Towards people you know in free agency, uh, times have changed. I know back in back in the aughts when we were busy in free agency, you know, you have you could bring a guy in, you could spend a couple of days with him, get to know him. Uh, now we're speed dating, and we have to uh, you have to make you know the decisions happen before you can get a guy in a building, uh, before you can get a physical, and that's even before the COVID. You know what I'm saying? Over the last couple of years, so. I don't think it's any more sensitive, uh, it, it, you know, any that much more sensitive. But I do know that that uh, obviously the the you know the, the for us a, a, a big concern was the was the medical piece because we're making decisions and you're you know you're you're building your roster and just think about it. What happens if a, you know you sign a, a high dollar guy and he doesn't pass his physical? Now where are you? Because you spent, you know, you've spent uh, free agency, and now the draft, and you think you have your team set, and and uh, you put together what you what you feel is a good roster, and then all of a sudden the guy doesn't pass his physical. It, 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 it's, you know, you you're rolling the bones a little bit. But uh, you know, the, the the guys we signed, we felt <clears throat> we got good value, um, and we're and we're very pleased with the group. And Dave, hey guys, I can follow uh, up on that. Oh, I'm sorry. If I can just follow up real quick on that, um, I don't know if all guys who signed have uh, have passed their physicals, but those who haven't had physicals, if, if God forbid they don't, how does that work? Do you do you you know? I guess you get the money back, or can you explain how that kind of works? Uh, you know what? I'm going to let someone uh, who really gets it explain that. Kevin, please take that question. Sure. The guys that are new to our club have not passed their physicals yet. They haven't taken them. Um, once everything is resumes and, and life is back to normal, we've um, doctor availability and travel restrictions are listed. Listed, then uh, we'll get those physicals done. If they do not pass, and they'll be free agents again. Hopefully that is hey not the case. Obviously. Hey guys, Dan Duggan. Um, Curious why, what went into changing your bonus structure this offseason where you went with the roster bonuses instead of the big signing bonuses, but then obviously kind of follow-up to that is you then tweak them. So just that whole process is curious on the thinking there. I've had a well, our preference, yeah, our preference is to have uh, flat, cap, flat cap counts in our contract and to limit the amount of amortized bonuses for obvious reasons. Um, when we started the free agency process and, and as players have any terms, wherever possible, we're going to try and um, use roster bonuses that would lump sum in year one as opposed to spreading out signing bonuses over the life of the contract. And then as we had some success in getting to agreements with a few more players than maybe we thought was realistic at the beginning, um, in an effort to keep 
to have to operate throughout the offseason and training camp, we decided to push a little bit of the roster bonus money into signing bonuses. But we're pretty happy with the structures we've had with these deals, and we think they're um, responsible with respect to our future caps. Hey, Dave, this is Daryl Slater. Uh, thanks for taking the time to do this. Uh, what are your feelings about your offensive tackle situation right now? Do you do you feel good with Nate Solder at left? Could he move to the right side? And, and where do you kind of stand on that coming out of um, free agency with having not made a huge, you know, a big splash signing there at offensive right. tackle? <clears throat> right, right. No, Daryl, how you doing, kid? That's a, that's a, good que- a really good question. I, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we signed uh, – Cameron Fleming, uh, you know, and he's, he's uh, you know, he's with Dallas before, and obviously there was that connection, and with the Patriots before, it was a double connection, I just, you know, but anyhow, you know, we, we've we got, and I know this sounds crazy, but number one, we, we've got uh, faith in Nick Gates, he's, you know, a kid we signed two years ago, a free agent out of Nebraska, and uh, we, uh, we've really, you know, he missed his uh, rookie year, he was on IR, but last year he made a lot of progress. And we're uh, we're excited about him. You know, Nate had a rough year last year. Nobody's denying it. He and certainly he is not okay. And uh, you know, I've made the statement to people that that um, you know after uh, you know we signed him in you know we signed him at eighteen, and after the eighteen season, no one was talking about Nate Solder. Okay, you know, so he had a tough year, no doubt about it. And he, you know, and and uh, you know we. Um, you know, part of the, Daryl, part of the unrestricted, you know, free agency piece is we're also looking at the at the draft. You know what I'm saying? So he kind of married the two. So we just felt that, uh, you know, that, you know, with the, with, the, with the depth of the tackle class in the draft, we just felt like uh, this was the best way for us to go. Hey, Dave, uh, Zach Rosenblatt from NG.com. How you doing? How you doing, Zach? Good. Uh, just kind of on, on the flip side of that, how, how do you guys feel about where you're at in terms of the edge rusher position? I know you guys, you signed Tyler, have a lot of young guys there. I don't think you have anybody on the team who had more than four and a half sacks last year. So how do you kind of feel about the pass rush going into this part of the well, offseason? Well, again, you know, it's, it's it really is, you know, one of the things that over time as I've watched Patriot film, you know, defensive film, you know, with, when, you know, when Pat was there and, and obviously, you know, watch the Dolphin stuff and and just watch it. It's not, you know, we're all, oh gosh, how's the best way for me to say this? We were, we were raised, you know, a lot of people were raised with the 07 and 2011 Super Bowl teams where we had, you know, where we could consistently apply pressure with four. All right. And, the, and that is the goal. I mean that's that's what you want, but you can't manufacture it, and and again you can't overpay it, overpay for it. All right, so it, it what it really comes down to is it's not about who gets the sacks, it's about how many sacks you actually get, and, how, and really how much pressure you apply. That's what it's about. Um, some of this is going to have to come through scheme. You know, obviously we haven't uh, gone to the draft yet, Zach, and. You know, I feel you know with you know you know with where we're at, you know, d- 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 would would I not want two defensive ends that are twenty five sack a year guys? Who doesn't? But we don't. We're not in that position right now. So we'll just keep building it. 
Hey, Dave, it's Paul Schwartz. Hope all is well. Um, How are you doing, kid? Good, thanks. Um, when you look at the, your defense uh, with the signings of Bradbury, Martinez, and Fackrell, um, do you think you made a quantum leap forward to your defense? Do you think you made a, a small leap forward? I mean, do you think these three guys will be big impact guys, or there is still a lot work, more work to be done on defense? There's more work to be done. We're, we're thrilled with those three guys, signing those guys. And, oh, by the way, you know, we also signed Austin Johnson, a defensive lineman. But, um, yeah, we're, you know, we're very pleased with, with where we're at. You know, Martinez gives us a guy that's played in the system, fought Pat Graham, and uh, will get us all lined up. And uh, I think that, uh, you know, this, this scheme's going to fit him well, fit him, you know, better. And uh, James, you know, I mean, everybody knows I drafted James uh, when I was up, you know, down in Carolina, down in Charlotte. And, uh, you know, he gives you a big, long body that's played against number one. You know, and, and, and he's, got, he's got the mindset. He's not shy. And he's, uh, it, it, you know, the moments aren't too big for him. So, and, and Fackrell, again, you know, was, uh, you know, two years ago had double-digit sacks and, you know, the Green Bay went out and, and, and bought, uh, you know, bought two high sack guys. And, you know, now he became a rotational, you know, part-time player. So, you know, we feel good about that, Paul. I mean, it's, it's, it, it, you know, you just got to keep building it. And, and, and you know, it's, it's, we're excited about the draft. There's, you know, good players there. And uh, we're just going to continue to get better, you know. But nothing's ever done, if that makes sense. Hey, Dave. Dave, this is Jordan and Kevin. How you doing? Hey, George. How you doing, kid? Good. How you doing, guys? I actually have one for each of you. Uh, Dave, you said we're not in position now with some of these, you know, when you're talking about the pass rush. and There's obviously some guys left out there still in the market that have proven to be pretty good pass rushers, Jadavian Clowney, Marcus Golden being two notables. When you say not in, we're not in position now, is that a financial thing? Is that a preference thing? Is that – Explain a little bit more, maybe why you said that. Well, what it what it is is, you know, part of part of the tightrope that uh, you know I walk on is short term and long term, okay. And part of the long term is, you know, we've got some good young players right now. You know, we've got you know a a uh, Dalvin Tomlinson. We've got uh, Ingram and Peppers are going to you know. Um, I have to make decisions on them. I mean, there's, there's some good young players, and, 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 you know, after another year, you guys are going to be banging on me about Saquon. So, as I used to tell the guys down in Charlotte, when, when you wouldn't spend, you know, not spending money in free agency, I'd say, listen, you know, you, you're going to kill me about this. Well, you're going to double kill me when we don't have money to, to extend Luke Keekley or Cam, or Cam Newton or whomever. So, it's a it's a decision we make that you know uh, uh, a uh, collaborative decision that we make as we talk about where how we are moving forward and uh, you know right now this is the decision we've made we're just going to you know move forward the way we are now. Got it. Thanks, Dave. Kevin, for you, real quick. You're you talk you talked about the contracts and like the physicals. If a guy just is you know jogging or running and tears his Achilles. How does that work with guys in their contract? Is there something in there that protects the player, or is that just up to both sides of how to proceed from there? 
Well, unfortunately, it's the same risk as you always have this time of year. The players that are working out on their own at home, they run the risk of injury, which isn't protected because it wouldn't be considered a football injury. So, unfortunately, that risk is just extended this year because of inability to have players come in and work at our facility under our supervision. Hey, guys. It's Ralph Bacchiano from SNY. How you doing? Um, I'm curious – you know, I know that obviously things right now are very different in how you can operate. Um, but other than operating remotely, how much have you had to adjust? And if you could just kind of give us an idea of, you know, are your days just filled with, you know, FaceTime, Zoom meetings, phone calls? You know, what, what's been the process like for both of you? You go first, Kevin. I'm chewing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've done our best to mimic business as usual. Obviously, it's not. But, um without going into the details of what technologies we're using. I don't think our IT department would appreciate that, but um, we've tried to mimic how our meetings typically operate, both for the coaches and for our scouting meetings right now. Um, the fact it's all done virtually um, obviously is the biggest difference, but the dialogue, the conversation, the agendas, all the itineraries of the meetings go as always, you know, and, and I don't think we've missed a beat. A lot of that goes to, you know, Justin Warren, our IT department, and Ty Seum on our football tech, and Eddie Triggs is running our operations. It's just been, um, you know, hasn't been perfectly smooth, but it's been smoother than I think anyone could have expected. And whatever hiccups we've encountered, um, I think everyone's shown a, a real um, patience and ability to adjust so that we can get to operating the way that we need to. So it's been... It's been pretty exceptional so far, and a lot of people deserve a lot of credit, people that wouldn't normally get recognized. You know, really, Dave, let me just follow up on that a little bit. You know, you know, as, as Kevin said, we've really, it's, we're really making it work. One of the exciting things for me as an old man, that, that working with these young guys in the technology they're really thoughtful and intentional about it, and you know, and and, and really, Chris Pettit and has done a great job. You know, our director of college scouting in terms of coordinating all this, working with you know Ty and, and Ed Triggs and Justin Warren, and is, is just done yeoman's work with this. And uh, it's it's we're 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 moving along. Listen, there's there's people in a lot worse situations than us, <laughs> and we're thankful. And, and we're moving along, and, and, and we're going to get this right. Dave, can you give hey, us Dave, I just wanted to round back to the Leonard Williams thing um, one more time here. Just curious, given the cap number of $16.2 million, what your guys' desire and confidence is that you'll be able to get a long-term deal done or if the plan is just let him play on the tag? You know, the, the bottom line is contracts get done when they're supposed to get done. So we'll just move on, move along. And, and you guys know, I don't discuss contracts. I don't discuss timing. I don't discuss numbers. They get done when they're supposed to get done. Hey, Dave, Kevin, how you guys doing? I uh, hope you're well. Um, Dave, I know you said before that ideally you'd like to approach free agency to fill needs on the roster so when you move to the draft, you can draft the best player available. I know we're not right. talking draft. Just curious if you think you accomplished that in free agency to position yourself to draft best available compared to having to draft for need. Yeah, I think we I think we I think we've done a good job. You know, it's not perfect, but I'm I'm pleased with where we're at going into the draft. 
we yes, got, we've got time. We, uh, excuse me. We've got time for two more. These guys have got to go back into a meeting. Guys, I'm, it's Ryan again. I'm curious if you could just talk about what you think the one-hour FaceTimes with prospects gives you that maybe you didn't have the traditional way and what you're missing from the traditional like facility visit or workout. What what these one-hour time calls, have they been beneficial or are you missing a lot? I, you know, I'll go first, Kev. I, I, <clears throat> they've been pretty beneficial because, again, it is it is FaceTiming, so thank God, you know, you can see the guy. And, you know, I'm a city kid and a big believer in body language and, and all this and that. So it's 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 okay. It's not great. It's not perfect. It's okay. What what for me what we miss is um the watching them interact, you know, the thirty visit guys, watching them in your facility. That's what that's what you miss out on. And not, by not having pro days, you also miss that personal contact. You know, it's watching guys uh, you know excuse me you know, among their peers and how they operate, how they how they're received, and and uh, you know, there's that, that tells a lot. You know, when you just watch a kid in, in those circumstances, and obviously, you know, when we would go to um, workouts, a lot of times the night before, you know, our coach and scout that were that would be at the pro day would take one or two or three of the players out to dinner and have have some conversation that way. So. You know, we're losing we're losing the personal touch points. We got the visual touch point, but we're really missing out on the personal touch point when, you know, you can smell and feel a guy. Kevin, enough and that. I think uh, we're doing the best we can with what we have, and you do miss out on some of the depth of the interactions. But I think we've, um, you know, between the coaches, interactions with the players, and and the rest of us that have opportunities to speak and see these guys, you, you do your best to get to know them as well as you can, um, knowing that, you know, it's always going to be virtual. You're not going to have them in your presence. We've hey, Dave and Kevin, this is Mark Stapleton. How you doing? I'm glad you guys did this and hope everybody's doing well. You too, Ed. Hey, Art. Dave, the, the question, obviously you were asked about tackle earlier with Nate and, you mentioned uh, Gates. I'm just curious right now where you stand at center. Uh, we know the the situation with P.O. and then obviously Spencer Pulley's on the roster. But I'm just curious, did you guys look into doing something in free agency and where does it stand as far as, you know, I would imagine that's a pretty big piece that you, you right now have, uh, you know, have concerns about or at least are looking at seriously. I mean that you know that's a fair question. That really is. You know we're, you know we won't know about PO until uh, I think June with the Achilles. I mean you know, uh, and um, you know Spencer obviously has played a ton of football. We've got a lot of confidence in him. Uh, but you know and and we will you know we're we're working that group over pretty good in the draft. So you know, you know we're always going to continue to upgrade. I'm not afraid to draft over a guy. And uh, and uh, we will. Uh, it's, it's a fair question, and we're going to look at it. Is Gates an option there, Dave? Sorry to follow up. You know, just for what it's worth, we've talked about Nick doing that, and uh, he he did do some of that last year in practice. So it's not completely new. Uh, Nick, you know, he's smart, and uh, you know the the thing that you love about Nick is you know just how tough he is. 
and because uh, it's a it, it's a fist fight in there, and uh, there was no doubt about that. And it, you know, the, the history tells you that the toughness of your team is really, really indicated by your offense, the toughness of your offensive line. So we're always looking to get, you know, that we're looking for that kind of piece, that piece. And, uh, you know, Nick would be a, 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 you know, a consideration at center. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. All right, gang, these, these guys have got to go back into a meeting. So Dave, Kevin, thank you. All right. Thank you. Take care of yourself. Kids stay safe and healthy. No joke. Thanks guys. Thanks guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.